Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I think uh, somewhere subconsciously my father wanted for us to do something of our own instead of staying uh, in our secure place. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This episode is powered by the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the Manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and Ecosystem Facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia. Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating and empowering women in tech around the world. We are here in Skopje, Macedonia. Yes! Interviewing the most extraordinary women in tech. It's been a really celebratory city of entrepreneurship. Hello! So go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. My name is Dragana. I'm a co-founder and CEO of a company called Solveo. Uh, Solveo basically is the first innovation consultancy in Macedonia and probably in the Balkans. And uh, Solveo was actually founded about three years ago. And uh, I'm proud to say that we've been quite successful so far. So let's see where where we go further. And how many people do you have on your team? Uh, Now we are six people in total. So cool. And walk me through a day in your life. What's a day in your life like? Uh, I wake up, I usually have like uh, some fresh juice or something. That's nice. Uh, (laughs) Then uh, go to the office, do a lot of work, stay usually at least like nine hours uh, in the office. Basically being the the co-founder is uh, giving everyone tasks. So generally what I do is I sit down and I just need to give the the whole team the tasks for the day, for the week and for the month, obviously. Then go home and work some more, uh, of course, uh, and do some stuff at home, like private stuff. And, and what kind it. of work do you do when you're in the office? Uh, basically, uh, what Solveo is, as I said, it's, a, it's an innovation consultancy, but what this means is basically we work with uh, companies uh, where we deliver, uh, together with them, we deliver innovative solutions uh, depending on with, uh, where they're coming from. It could be uh, based on their market, it could be based on a global market. And basically what we do is we kind of take their products and scale them uh, on a higher level and we help them uh, bring more innovative ideas into their uh, everyday work. Uh, so basically what we do every day is firstly a lot of research. 
uh, we do a lot of research on uh, their customers, on our clients' customers, and obviously on our customers as well, uh, on what their needs are, uh, what they want, what they do on a daily basis. So we really need to understand the customer in order to be able to provide something innovative for them. And this is something that we do all the time, even for clients that we work for like for a year or two. Uh, we still have to continue doing the, the, the whole cycle over and over again. And what about your company do you enjoy the most? Hmm. The team, I think. Because we are, uh, I think, very young entrepreneurial group of people. We are like 24 to 32, all of us. And uh, we are very, I don't know, very enthusiastic about what we do. And basically, I think the team is what drives the, the success of the company. Did you have technology in your home growing up? Uh, technology in what way? A computer or a family that was passionate about technology? Mm, not really. We, we, I mean, I did have a computer, I think, when I was eighth grade. But uh, I, I, my family was never like very tech-oriented. My father actually owns a fish and retail company here in Macedonia. So he's like a very traditional person. And, uh, but I don't know, I've, I've lived in, uh, in Italy for a while, in London. So I've, I've kind of been with technology quite for a while. So we have Nina from Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here with us in the room. And I'd like to invite Nina asked a few questions as well. Hi, Nina. Hi, it's good to be back. Uh, I just wanted to jump in and maybe quickly ask Dragana because here we are basically raised in this region, not very in entrepreneurial kind of in that vibe or tech tech friendly, let's say. Um, based on what she said now about growing up with technologies, maybe you can tell us why when having like maybe a secure career with your family business, you decided to, to open up your own and to because this is super not typical for people from here when they have secure something they stick with it that's a great question yeah there is a great question it's actually something that i've been asked a lot because generally when you have a secure job when your family is kind of settled in and you have your future uh, before you already predicted kind of let's say uh, nobody really wants to take any risks they just want to stick to whatever they're doing uh, so it really was a big step, uh, but I don't know, probably the motive uh, for me was that uh, my family has always been kind of entrepreneurial and probably they passed on the mindset to me and my brother as well, because he is also a founder of his own company. Uh, so even though my, I, I think uh, when we were younger, my father always would say, you need to choose your university based on what you're going to be working on later in our company. So you will be here with us forever, blah, 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 stuff like that. Uh, but then both me and my brother kind of uh, went doing our own thing. And I think uh, somewhere subconsciously my father wanted to actually for us to do something of our own instead of uh, staying uh, in our secure place. And what do you think about the, because you work with young people here and you're also very young, uh, what do you think about the opportunities that young people have in Macedonia, and especially women in tech and women in general, like young young ladies, about the opportunities in this country? Uh, I think we are not given, and I always say this, we're not given enough opportunities 
But then again, probably the people should be looking for more opportunities as in um, like as in my situation, I found my, the opportunity myself. Uh, the thing is, people need to be more risk-taking, especially women, because uh, women in Macedonia, I think, I think they're still kind of uh, g- uh, grown up to be, to think of themselves as being mothers, housewives, like have a secure job, don't, don't take any risks, do, don't do something that's uh, too risky. Uh, so I think, yeah, first, uh, obviously, we need more opportunities for sure. And we need to be taught to be more risk-taking as well. Because I think the the women are very afraid to take any kind of risks, even when they're like very, very young, even uh, high school or even when they're students. They're looking for a secure job. And why are you so passionate about uh, Solveo and the, the work you do with Solveo? Maybe you can point out one kind of success story coming out of uh, the work you do and... Uh, the focus for like next steps for you for next year or something like that? Uh, why I'm so passionate about Solveo? Uh, I think it's because, first of all, we are doing a lot of different things every single day. So, uh, and this is what an innovation consultancy actually should be doing. Uh, we never do the same thing twice. We don't have the same clients uh, in the same industry over and over again. So we really try to find as many different clients as possible. And uh, it's it's very interesting that um, what we do on a daily basis is we learn so many new things about everything that's going on. Like, for example, we have an aviation company client. Uh, we we have a, a digital media company as a client. We, we even have now a new client for sexual education from the U.S. Uh, we do a lot of work with students as well, which is very motivating for us to kind of um, promote our mindset to them and to build them as uh, as different people when they grow up. And what we actually see is that uh, after we've worked with these people, they kind of really shift their mindset and they really want to do something more in their life instead of just look for a job in the next bank or something like that. Uh, a success story... Maybe as a as a uh, in a direction not just as a success story because um, what I can say that uh, Dragana and I were part of uh, Women Entrepreneurs Week in Switzerland last year. We're basically some of the startups from each uh, of the six countries: Macedonia, Albania, Serbia, Bosnia, Vietnam, and Peru. Especially Vietnam with 90 million and Peru with 30 million in comparison to Macedonia with two million only. Um, they they were chosen seven out of the six countries. They were chosen to pitch in front of a, a Swiss uh, jury, and uh, three of them from were from Peru, two from Vietnam, and two were from Macedonia. And Dragana was was one of them. That's amazing! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I actually forgot about that for a bit, for a minute. <laughs> that or you're modest. <laughs> Probably a bit of both. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was actually a really good experience because, and I mean, I believe that what brings us to being successful is being as much agile as possible and changing as much as possible depending on the environment. So basically when Nina invited me to go to this Swiss program, uh, I, I went there coming from Macedonia where basically rarely who understands what we're doing. And uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to Switzerland and everybody will know what I'm doing. 
everybody will understand what the company is, uh, what our motives are, etc. And when we came the first day, we were supposed to do a one-minute pitch, I think it was. And I, I really prepared, but I prepared the pitch as if everybody in the room would know what we're actually doing. And obviously, it was a huge failure for me because nobody understood. Right. And uh, during the five-day course, talking to all the mentors, it, it was like a, it was a crush for me because nobody understood what we were doing. And I was trying to, to really explain what we're doing. And I, I think at that point, it was even for, difficult for myself to, to explain what we're doing because <laughs> it was about a year and a half ago. And we're still kind of looking for our path. And uh, I think in only five days, uh, I managed to really uh, capture the uh, what, what the mentors and what the, all the participants were thinking, what they knew, what their skills were, what their knowledge was, in order to really change the pitch and uh, to try to tell them in their, to, to try to tell it in their words, not in my words. Mm-hmm. And basically in the final pitches, I think this is what got me in the finals, in the final seven, because we were still doing the same thing. The company was doing the same thing, but I completely changed how I told the story to the people in the audience. And I think this is what got me in the finals. I love it. What is your favorite app, software, tech tool? Mm, Difficult question. Slack. Slack. Yeah, it's very (laughs) bad. What is Slack? Uh, Slack is basically a work tool where you communicate with with your team in uh, in closed circles, and uh, we do a lot of work uh, over Slack. Even though we are six people only, uh, it's we we because we are dealing with at the moment only. I think we have seven clients and we're six people. I don't even know how we manage this, uh, but basically we have a channel for each client where we kind of share everything there. And it's very good for us to to stay in track with everything that's going on and uh, to be able to deliver the results on time. And how can people connect with you? Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, I'm all over. So go ahead and spell your first and last name for us. Okay, D-R-A-G-A-N-A is the first name and the last name uh, N-E-S-H-O-V-S-K-A. Great. And we'll include it in the show notes, too. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. If you want to connect with more awesome women in tech around the world, remember, you can go to womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group, womenintechvip.com, and at Women in Tech Show on social, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. I'm Dragan Anishovska from Skopje, Macedonia. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Solveo. It's an innovation consultancy from Skopje, Macedonia. And you're listening to Women in Tech. It would not be possible to celebrate all these women in tech who have been extraordinary here in the Balkan region without the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program. And I'd like to welcome Nina to talk a little bit about what Swiss EP is. Thank you so much for powering the Women in Tech podcast. We are helping enhancing the startup ecosystems in six different countries, four of which are based in the Balkans. We are working in emerging markets and supporting young entrepreneurs, but also the supporting organizations like Incubator Accelerator. We started a program 
program called Entrepreneurs in Residence, which means that experts can come and work with our startup founders here and startup teams and supporting organizations. We cover accommodation and travel expenses. And you get to meet really amazing people here. And not just that you share your know-how, you also get to learn a lot from these people here. My name is Nina Nikolic, and I am the manager of Entrepreneurs in Residence and ecosystem facilitator for the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program here in Macedonia. To find out more about the Swiss Entrepreneurship Program, go to entrepreneur-in-residence.net. That's entrepreneur-in-residence.net. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.